Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. My first introduction into hazardous asteroids was the film Deep Impact. I watched it when I was fairly young and got so scared I left the room before the heroic ending and basically couldn't sleep for a week. But what exactly are asteroids? Matt Bodwell is an astronomer at Cambridge University's Institute of Astronomy. Asteroids are basically debris that's left over from the formation of our solar system. So about four and a half billion years ago, there was uh, what we call a, you know, our protostellar disk which was a big cloud of gas in space that was on its way to forming the sun and the planets in our solar system. And then a lot of material that was left over and that didn't end up forming planets is just left over and accreted into small uh, rocks that we call asteroids. It's basically the leftover debris from planet formation, the stuff that never quite made it into a planet. Now, this isn't to be confused with a comet. Comets are what we call a dirty snowball. They're made from rocks and, importantly, ice, and come from further out in the depths of our solar system. But Asteroid Day is all about focusing on those dangerous objects. So how common is it for an asteroid to actually reach Earth? Asteroids land on Earth all the time. The general rule is that the smaller the asteroids, the more common they are. So right down at the very, very smallest end, so so stuff you might not even think of as asteroids, like kind of like fine sand, dust from space, tons of that stuff lands on Earth every single day. There's a constant shower of very, very tiny things landing on Earth. Then as you go bigger and bigger and bigger, they get rarer and rarer and rarer. So kind of fist-sized asteroids that you might hold in your hand, several of them fall on Earth every day. Bigger things, a car size, and kind of more rare, once a year, something like that. Then as you go up and up in scale, they get rarer and rarer and rarer. And you end up with things that are miles and miles across, the things that kill the dinosaurs. And those are one every hundred million year type events. Yeah, let's hope so. Now, one person who is all too familiar with anticipating our demise is Adrian Curry from the Centre for the Study of Existential Risk. He told me about the event that kicked off our need for Asteroid Day in the first place. The last relatively big thing to hit us was in 1908. That was about 100 metres in diameter. And people reckon that's about a one in 1,000 year chance. That was in Tunguski, which is somewhere where no one really lives, so far as I understand it. So it didn't cause too much of a problem. There was a much smaller one in 2013 that hit, I believe, in Russia, and that was only about 20 metres in diameter. That was a very small asteroid in terms of the things that get through and hit us. But that led off a force of about three times the nuclear weapons that were used during the Second World War. So if that fell in the wrong place, you could certainly have a bit of trouble. That's certainly one way of putting it. 
And if an even bigger object hit us, it wouldn't be pretty. Things in the immediate vicinity, of course, are just going to have this kind of blast, right? So you kind of imagine what you see in the reconstructions where everyone's kind of sitting there and this big wave hits them. But at a global scale, what you're going to really get is a large amount of dust and dirt and these sorts of things thrown up into the atmosphere. And that's going to have a whole bunch of downstream effects. One thing you're going to get is lower global temperatures. Another thing you're going to get is a big collapse in vegetative productivity. And that's going to be a really big problem, right? If you knock out the amount of things for people to eat (laughs) over a three or four year period, that's going to cause a lot of trouble. You're also going to get um, a large amount of acid rain, which is going to, let's say, just break the oceans. It's going to increase the acidity of the oceans. And we've seen in the past, when you get increases in oceanic acidity, you get massive losses in biodiversity. So there's a whole bunch of features that you get when you get a big rock hitting the Earth, which can have these bad downstream effects. But luckily, scientists across the world have put some thought into how we may be able to deflect these asteroids and hopefully avoid that scenario. There are three kinds of options that people talk about when they talk about how to deflect uh, what they call near-Earth objects, asteroids, these kinds of things. Now, I don't know if any of these would do much with something like a 15-kilometre-sized rock careening towards you. It's going to be hard to convince it to do otherwise. One they call a kinetic impactor. And what's that? Well, basically, you just hit it with something. You have a spaceship and you just fly the spaceship at the object in the hope that it kind of deflects it a little bit. One of the problems with this is that it's actually quite hard to aim and hit things in space. What the US government said last year is that if they had them set up, if they had the kinetic impactors in place, and they had one year's warning, it would be doable. But at the moment, they're not in place, and so we'd need, say, 20 years' warning. So that's an option which could work, but is not going to work for a while. Another interesting option is what's called a gravity tractor. What this involves is... As things, of course, careen through space, they're affected by gravity. If you can put something with a bit of gravity next to it, that could slowly shift them out of their trajectory. And so the idea of a gravity tractor is instead of hitting them with a little spaceship, you just send a quite dense little spaceship out there and just have it kind of sit next to, as it were, the asteroid. And that's going to just slightly pull it out of its trajectory such that it misses the Earth. And the other one is the nuclear option where you just attempt to blow them up with nukes. One downside with that is it's a little bit unclear whether you're going to end up with just lots of little bits of asteroid hitting you as opposed to lots of meteors hitting you rather than the one big asteroid. So who are these planet protectors? Matt, any help? There are lots of people out there who are putting in lots of time and efforts to track and understand these asteroids. Uh, NASA is a big one of them. They have something called the Planetary Defense Coordination Office, whose job is to uh, monitor and track potential hazards from space. I think my favorite thing about this is that the person in charge of this, uh, their job title is Planetary Defense Officer, which is probably the best job title I've ever heard. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbird styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. 
code SUPER24.